So this is our first show this year. That's a way to start. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I was a little enthused. Amber just went whoop. Yeah, it wasn't a motivated 2018. I I was into it. Give me some credit. (laughs) But we did have an exciting, uh, I guess, start to 2018 recently. Yeah, this this year is starting off kind of between government shutting down and what we're going to be talking to about here in a couple seconds. Uh, It's been a very interesting start to 2018. Um, so yeah, Amber, it's uh, take the floor if you want. I'm kind of tired tonight. So oh, oh it's all you, oh, Amber. That's nice. This is going to be ghostly talk, but Amber talk. Yeah, okay, he's tired. Um, no, so uh, anybody listening to this, I don't know where everyone's at, but in Michigan, yeah, <laughs> we just got a big sighting of a meteor that everyone freaked out about because it actually created a sonic boom as it entered the atmosphere and started to break apart. And then people ended up finding meteorite parts, which was awesome. And, uh, I, well, I don't know, meteorite parts. I don't even know if that's the right term. But um, anyway, so we thought it'd be cool to bring on uh, Bill Konkoleski. Yeah, Bill's, who is... yeah, Bill's here. We, uh, we, well, you know, I guess, you know, this is going to be like one of those stories, too. I think, like, we all have our thing. Where were you and yep. what were you doing? And I think it'll be fun for us all to tell that because this is a pretty heavy thing that went down here in Michigan. I mean. I can't remember anything like this really happening here in this state. Bill, are you out there? Bill. Yeah, are we on? Yeah, we're on. Yeah, so we were just chatting about the, you know, the, this obviously this meteor that came over. Um, you said you saw this too. I mean, and we, we thought, well, who better to talk to about this stuff than you? And you were nice enough to come mm-hmm. here and chat with us for a couple of minutes. So, so where were you when this, uh, this went down Tuesday night? I was shoveling snow um, in my driveway, and uh, as I was just out there doing my thing, I noticed that my shadow suddenly started to get more better defined, and uh, there was more light coming down, and I turned around, and yeah, I saw a giant fireball (laughs) flying right over my house, just a big old great (laughs) ball of fire. Thankfully, it flew there, over. There were no blues or greens in the flames, like you know you expected to see some sort of metal in it. No, it's just red, orange, just a ball of fire. I know. I was and, doing this. Uh, I was doing the same thing myself. I was I was shoveling the driveway, and I didn't see anything. I mean, I guess I may have not been. Well, I mean, like everybody else, I wasn't expecting anything like this. I had no idea this was coming. Um, so I saw nothing. However, even with my head, I had my little earbuds in and I was listening to something on there. Uh, and I heard this boom, though, this sonic boom we were talking about. It was so loud. I mean, it made it, it made me jump. I mean, it, it literally startled me. Uh, and the, but that's all I really experienced as a result of this thing. You said you saw this, so, though. Go ahead. Yep. So I was. Yeah. So I was. Uh, you know, I just the thing flew overhead, and it seemed much lower than it was. I mean, it must have been 50 miles up, but it seemed a lot lower. And after, you know, it um, it went due west, directly over where my house was and uh, is still. <laughs> it didn't hit my house. And uh, it kept going. And so then it, it just disappeared. And I'm watching, waiting, nothing, you know, nothing new happening. And then the neighbor across the street comes out, and he says, did you see that flash of light? And I said, well, I, I saw more than that. I saw this big fireball fly over my house. 
And he's like, really? He's like, so you saw it too? And I says, well, yeah. I says it was a big, you know, and I'm describing too, a big yeah, flaming yeah. ball, you know, whatever. And then another neighbor comes out and she says, uh, she's like, what are you guys talking about? And uh, the neighbor, the other neighbor guy says, oh, uh, Bill and I saw uh, a flash of light in the sky. I said, well, actually, I saw more than a flash. <laughs> and then, so then, um, and, and so I, after we just chatted for a couple minutes, I went back across the street, back to my place, and I'm shoveling again. And then, um, then the boom. It was about five minutes after I saw the fireball go overhead, like okay. five minutes. Okay. And loud, rolling, crackling boom, and then all the neighbors came out again. And all the neighbors are like, did you hear that? And then the neighbor across the street is like, yeah, Bill and I saw a flash of light. I'm like, well, really? I, <laughs> I saw a freaking fireball. <laughs> yeah, so. well, that, okay, well, you that's it. You saw a flash of light. Yeah. You saw a flash of light, maybe. Well, that's, that's what's interesting about this is that, okay, I thought, and I mean, this was just an, an assumption um, that the vision of this, this fireball, this meteor, um, and the, the sonic boom, they were kind of like happened at the same time. But apparently this is something like people saw the fight. I mean, I guess it sounds like you saw the fireball and then, it, what, five minutes later, then we heard the sound, Correct. Yeah, it was it was several minutes later. It was at, I would say five minutes. It could have even been just a little bit more, but at least five minutes later. Wow. So, I mean, that's and, I, well, and that, that does make well, that makes me feel better about this because I thought I I mean maybe I was in the garage or maybe I was somewhere else where I was not looking at I could not see the sky because I like I said I didn't see the thing. All I did was I heard it. We I think we all heard it. I didn't. <laughs> What's that? I saw nothing. I heard Man, nothing. And I, I was in the house and I didn't hear anything either. Really? Yeah. Nothing. Bummer. Yeah, the ground shook. It's something to be outside and you hear something and the ground shakes. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. two on the Richter scale. Yep. Yeah, it was it was so, straight. It was bizarre. Go ahead, Bill. What were you going to say? Oh, just just the the funny part of it is uh, you know, I go inside and um, yeah, my wife uh, she's like uh, she's like, "Did you just slam the garage door?" And I was like, <laughs> "No," and I told her all of it. You know, and then when I go to work the next day, you, you know, all my uh, coworkers have stories. Like one of them thought, like, uh, who was still at work at the time, thought something blew up in the mechanical room. This other woman I worked with uh, thought her husband slammed a door while he thought she fell off an exercise bike. <laughs> and every, somebody else thought, thought something hit her car. So it was just wild the way everybody interpreted that sound and, and you know. And, and then you have the of people. Course the first thing you don't think is, oh, yeah, a meteor blew up in the atmosphere. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you have the people that think that North Korea bombed us. Well, I was going to say, there's there's been some, I guess there's been a handful of conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thrown out there. Yeah. And this is one of those ones where I'm like, <laughs> I don't even want to, I didn't want to hear about this stuff, man. I, I just think it was what it was. Um I did. I mean, this this came up so sudden, though. I mean, I had no idea this was coming. I mean, well, they don't normally call to let you yeah. know they're coming. Well, you'd think. Well, okay, well it's freaky that that stuff can't be predicted because this thing actually exploded, and pieces are raining down. Well, Bill, I mean, I don't know if you if you can lend anything on this, but I mean, I said this, you know, the night it happened because I was talking with some friends of mine, and I'm like, well. The po- I mean, whatever powers that be may, what we, whatever we consider that to be, um, I'm, I'm thinking they had to have known about this and known, okay, this is this is non-lethal. This isn't going to kill anybody. It's not. It's it's going to make it through the atmosphere, but it's going to disintegrate. 
and pellets are going to just come down. Um, I'm thinking that that had to have been, and, and I mean, maybe I sound naive. Maybe I do, but I'm, I want to assume I, that. Yeah. Go ahead, Bill. Was that? Well, um, the day after, I heard a radio interview with um, a guy who was head of NASA's small meteor division. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's his job to watch out for meteors of a specific size to see if they can spot them. He said they, they don't tend to, to see them coming at this size. He oh, really? that they were surprised as well. Hmm. That if they get to a certain size, then sure enough, and apparently there's a fairly larger one flying well enough off the surface of the planet uh, in a couple of weeks that they're watching, and, you know, so they can see that. But this one, which was two yards across, he said, he, yeah, you know, they don't, they can't spot those coming in. Okay, so... Well, it, but go ahead. The, if you need the power of... Um, uh, what would it be? Um, the second site, because supposedly there was a pastor, downriver pastor, that predicted this meteor in a dream. Did you did you hear about you hear that about one, Bill? This, Bill? No, no, not okay. This, no. Yeah, so the Detroit Free Press put out an article, and this guy, Pastor Rick Satterfield, he's fifty nine, and he says, "I had a dream that a meteor was coming to the Great Lakes, and it was going to hit Michigan." And he had this in the. And it's actually the video of his sermon is dated December 31st, 2017. And he said it would cause hmm. Ohio and Canada to feel the impact. Um, but he didn't say it was like a doomsday meteor. It was going to, it was supposed to bring like, I don't know, like good luck to the area and revitalize yeah, the like, area. He, it was a, he, it was a good sign. He was very much into it. He's like, this isn't doom and gloom. This is a, a great thing that that's going to spread throughout the world. It's going to spread, I mean, spread joy and, you know, a new awakening or whatever, which we hear a lot, I think. Um, but at least yeah. it, I mean, it's actually kind of refreshing to hear someone from the, from the religious order make a prediction like this. And I say prediction in quotes um, and not lace it with doom and gloom. He was like, no, this is going to be something pretty cool and no one's going to get hurt. And it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's interesting. I've never heard it, it, you know, sold that way before by someone like that. Uh, so yeah, kind of eerie on that. From the MUFON standpoint, has there been any developments from this? Uh, you know, after there, as far as uh, from the MUFON, from you guys over there? No, um, and and I find that to be really fascinating. Uh, if you're talking about has anybody reported anything? Yeah. Not here in Michigan. No. Um, you know, several days out now, nobody, not a single person reported it as a UFO. Huh. Which is kind of wild because we get you know dozens of um, shooting star sightings as UFOs every year. And this one was, you know, you know, several magnitudes more than some of the stuff that gets reported as UFOs. And, yeah, apparently everybody, when they saw it or, you know, those who saw it understood, oh, this isn't a UFO. This is, you know, what it is, the bolide or whatever. Well, I mean, it wasn't even an hour after it happened and all over Facebook. Oh, it yeah. was meteor, 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 meteor with the occasional... We just got a missile launched at us. Well, and then there was that picture um, going around of Mork from Mork and Mindy, and he's it, oh, it's God. it's it's him coming out of his egg spaceship, and it says somewhere in Michigan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like my favorite post, my friend Denise, who apparently saw the flash of light and heard the boom, she was like, "Autobots roll out! They're coming! They're oh, coming!" God. <laughs> There's been a lot of fun memes as a result. I know one of the other conspiracy theories, and I'll call it that definitely a conspiracy theory somebody said that a, a piece of the bull eyed uh, landed in taylor michigan yeah 
Um, and blew up that guy's garage. It blew up that guy's garage. There actually was a garage fire <laughs> a garage in fire. Michigan, but it was completely unrelated. No, the to guy that. was working on it. The guy was working on his truck, and he was he, the guy. They interviewed him, and he did say he's like, I was working on my truck, and it set on fire. I went right. out, went in the house to get some coffee, and came out, and a fire started, and my garage started on fire. I so, saw a lot of that, and <clears throat> because I do live downriver. I had already known that there was a garage fire, but it was completely unrelated. And the, and the, the thing that blew, well, I don't know about you on this, Bill, but the thing that really did blow my mind, I I thought this was, I, I, I saw your post on Facebook, Bill, and you're like, well, I, this thing happened right over my house. I'm like, oh, wow, so this must have happened right over Clawson, you know, where you're at. And I'm like, and then, like, you know, as this thing develops, we have literally, you know, as we were saying, Indiana, Illinois, Michigan, of course, Canada. This was such a, I mean, it was a bigger, it was a huge event. I, I thought it was just something small, like very small in magnitude, but its magnitude was much bigger than that. Um, and literally, we, I mean, we're talking like maybe a 500 square mile radius, I'd say. Well, maybe, maybe not. Uh, maybe that might be a little bit too much. Maybe 300 mile square radius where, People were affected by this, at least by hearing it or seeing it or feeling it. Um, that that blew my mind, kind of, uh, and it still kind of scares me. I mean, honestly, like I know nothing. I mean, there hasn't been any reported injuries or deaths as a result of this, but it just seems like wow, something could have rained down on somebody here. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, what I'm a not, way to go, huh? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Edu- I mean, I'm. I won't pretend to be educated enough to know. About these, I heard that a lot of this part of this thing when it did it when it did blow up. Now I'm, I mean, I heard originally it was Mount Clemens, Michigan, where a lot of the debris landed, and now I'm hearing the west side of the state is where a lot of the debris landed, and now I'm here and I've heard. Well, we of course we heard Taylor, which isn't true. Uh, now I'm hearing I'm hearing actually Lake Michigan. Well, I already said waste the Lake Michigan where where it landed. I mean. Nobody really knows where this thing well, went. Well, there's pieces everywhere. I think outside of Lansing or like Hamilton or somewhere, like they found some chunks, some professional meteor hunters. Um, right. found, and, and I think they're really valuable if you find them. Yeah, they are. Like diamond level value. Well, I heard uh, I, a pound of bolide. It's like a million dollars. That's the number I. We heard. gotta go. We gotta go look. Well, that's of course that's what you have people out <laughs> why, there doing. Now. Why could a pound have just fallen in the backyard? <laughs> Yeah, that's what people are doing now. They're out. They're out searching around. That, that's the number that I just heard on some radio show. Well, and this isn't the first time that this has happened because uh, 98 years ago there was a article in the paper that I have a picture of from Thursday, November 27th, 1919. Gigantic meteor drops into Lake Michigan with a blinding flare and terrific explosion. Yeah, I totally remember that. Yeah, well, you don't. I remember ago. that. That was just you know a few years ago. But so, I mean, it's not the first time that this has happened, but it's cool when it does. But yeah, like Scott said, it's scary because you're like, what the heck? You can't control that. No, there's nothing we can do. I mean, that's why I'm glad I'm glad I asked you about that, Bill, because I mean, from according to you, yeah, uh, they really can't see bolides this small. So you don't know it's coming. <laughs> we're we're literal. I mean, I'm not trying to be going to paranoia mode here, but we, if you think about it, we literally are. We're sitting ducks. Uh, for these type of things, uh, this came through and it was a fun. It was a, it was an exciting show, but it still has me kind of thinking like, wow, this is kind of scary. I mean, any minute you could be just out shoveling your driveway like we were, Bill, and mm-hmm. and 
maybe you don't get a show. Maybe you are the show. I, I'd be perfectly <laughs> okay with that because, one, the shoveling would be done. And, two, I would be out of my winter misery. Mm, yeah. So I'd be totally okay with and that. And it'd be a cool story. And, like, I mean. What happened to Bonnie? She got blown up by Imagine my headstone, like, blown up by meteor. That's a hell of a way to go. God was like, we can't take this bitch out easy. We're going to have to send a meteor after her. <laughs> Bill, when's the next? Uh, you guys have uh, the monthly MUFON meeting coming up, don't you? Like, is it, the, is it at the end of the month? Yeah. Um, it, our next meeting is January 28th uh, up in Burton next to Flint. Um, Steve Ward is going to be our presenter. He is going to be um, talking about uh, a, a lot of the stuff um, John Keel um, was into um, and uh, in his per- terms of his perspectives of the phenomena and so yeah it's going to be a good one um fox 17 out of the grand rapids area is actually going to be there uh filming oh cool um so yeah so it's rare that we get Uh, you 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 may be seeing us we we were talking about that and uh you there's a strong chance you're going to be seeing us uh next weekend so uh we'll keep an eye out for us and hopefully we'll see you we don't want to take any more of your time though bill we know you're busy but thank you for coming out here and chatting with us for a few minutes yep. about what you saw. Yep. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we could just chat for a couple minutes about it. And I know this was last minute, so thanks again for just kind of being flexible. We love you, Bill. Yes, Bill, thank we you, love Bill. you. Can I? Sure. Thank <laughs> you, too. So, hey, be, can I make just... Yeah, what's up? Can I make just one last point about the meteor? Yeah, sure. go ahead. To me, I think, from my perspective, this is the biggest thing. Even living in the suburbs these days, there's so much light pollution that you barely even see the moon, let alone any stars. I think people are so disconnected from the fact that we're surrounded by a jillion stars that um, they completely forget that there's anything out there um, besides ourselves here on this little earth. So I think so, every once in a while, if we get a big whopping meteor to come down and say, hey, space is here. Remember, <laughs> you know, you're not alone. Well, I don't think that's such a bad thing. No, no it isn't. I mean, I, mean I, 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 I still think it's scary. But to that point, Bill, you're 100% right. I think we are very much disconnected with the universe around us. I think people still are really in that mindset where we are the center. This is just this is our own little thing and nothing can touch us. And you're right. Maybe it does take something like what we saw on Tuesday of this week to kind of remind us where we are in this whole thing, <laughs> you know, Uh and how mm-hmm. and you know and yeah it, that, that's 100 percent right maybe we, we do need to be reminded i think uh that yeah there's a lot of stuff going on outside of our little universe we have on this planet ghostly talk <laughs> so that was great talking to bill again yay yes. bill we love bill bill's the man you uh, know he's the, always cool to talk to his last point about being in a place like southeast michigan that is very bright with light pollution and way too many people when i go back to the other side of the state and i just step outside of my house there and i look up there are so many stars and i i was used to that and then you come here and you see maybe orion maybe a couple stars and that is it like that's it and that's sad I'm, I see quite a bit out by my No, house, you would. You would down there. You live in the fucking sticks. And then I do not live in the sticks. But it's, it's, I do not live in the People sticks. don't realize what the sky really looks like until you go to somewhere right. that is completely secluded. Like, 
when I went out west and we were over the Grand Canyon, and you look up, you're actually dumbfounded. Look up. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. Anywhere you go, I mean, you do, anywhere you go that's, you know, off the grid, so to say. Go to a national park. Yeah, anywhere. I mean, it's 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 and fascinating. Be abducted and they'll find your yeah, shoes don't do, don't, Yeah, don't be a missing 411. Don't go to a national park. Yeah. Well, well go, anywhere you can go. Go with a friend and don't be last in line. Exactly. I, it's it's still astounding to me. That, I mean, whenever I do get to see this, a natural sky, um, like Bill said, you know, there's gazillions of stars. It's just it's just never ending to oh, me. It's, it's amazing. And to actually look at that. getting to see them, like looking up and going, "Oh, that's not a cloud. That's the Milky Way." Holy crap! Whoa! Yeah, you actually whoa. see stuff. Whoa, bro! Stuff up there, bro! Holy cow! Is that bro. how you talk? Yeah, when but, you see stars. Yeah, she turns into a bro. Dude. Yeah, that's interesting. Hey, whoa, man! Look at look at that. Whoa. I don't know In what that is. Hits on the vape pen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but. Now, I'm surprised that Bill didn't get any reports from some moron out there that's like, I saw you fall. I saw you fall. Uh, again, you I fall. think it's you, fell. you fell. I think it's mainly because it was so Yeah. It was everywhere yeah. within an hour of it happening that dude, yeah, it mean, was a meteor. Well, dude, here, dude this is the best part. But so there's I, always one. You know? I come walking in the house. Right. You want to get a good laugh, and this is like the typical Amber Converse Amber Scott conversation. I come in from shoveling the driveway. Um and I go, hey, did you hear that? She's no, like, you didn't. You just started talking to someone on Facebook and said, I heard an explosion. I said, and I said, didn't you hear no. that? Bullshit. And then I know that's how it went See, down. This right Bullshit. here is a typical no, Scott. This is how it went down. I was sitting there right. watching TV, and then he's doing that voice to text on his phone, and he's like, yeah, I heard an explosion. I don't know what it was. And I look at him and I go, what did you hear? What's going on? And then he's like, I don't know. I was outside and I heard an explosion. And I'm like, I didn't notice anything. And so I thought, well, another building exploded or something, because the last time this happened in... Well, no, and no. I, I said, I, I, well, that, and the first thing I did see, honestly, was Bill Konkoleski's post on no, Facebook. No, you did, and then... And I said, I said oh, Bill, Bill confirmed it. It's Bill. I'm, I well, believe I know. He says, and I'm like, there's, there was a bolide. It looks like a bolide exploded over, you know, over our state. And you're like, nah, you're a liar. I did not say that. <laughs> and then I, I kept searching, and before I knew it, like, there was a new liar, source that put something lies, out. Lies. So, because, no, the last time we heard an explosion... It was a gas explosion in Rochester. Well, that's what I thought it was, honestly. And there was a, a like a massive fire. So I just thought, well, explosion, whatever. Not like comet explosion. Well, not a comet, but. It's not a I, comet. Yeah, I got to have my science terms right. A comet exploded. We'd have another lake uh, in the middle of the state or something like that. Well, that's the thing is I, I really would like to know where it actually. I haven't seen anything anybody confirming. I don't think they can confirm it where it actually exploded. Oh, there's probably pieces everywhere. Yeah, probably. I mean, because I mean, like I said, I've heard it exploded over over Mount Clemens. I heard it explode over. I heard Michigan. New Haven initially. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I've heard a bunch of different locations, and I think that's because people are just finding little pieces of debris. And right. They, and yeah. Assuming, none of it's big. No, it, it, the thing vaporized basically. I had to have just more or less just disintegrated. So I don't think, and like I said before, that's the number I heard. Like a like a pound of bolides, like a million dollars. We that's should keep a meteorite cup outside. Try to catch him. For the next one. Just stand there with a cup in your hand. Yeah. That was the greatest thing you have ever said. You know, wear the Aussie glasses, too. Just, the you know, yeah, just greatest. Put something out there, a little bucket, a little meteor just, bucket. Just have a little cup out there, you know? Like, take go out there with your check catcher's mitt. Check it in a while. You put, you put an arrow over it. It says, meteor, go here. Yeah, exactly. And the meteor will see it and go, oh, there's my home. Yeah. Or go out there with your catcher's mitt. We'll build yeah. a meteor trap. Yeah, yeah. Like ghost, yeah, like Ghostbusters. I mean, but, if ghost meteor. hunters can build traps for ghosts, you can build a trap for a meteor. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to, if 
if we hurt, if you, I think you know if you if one. Well, no, land. I don't know. It seems like you know if you you'd hear it land somewhere. I mean, even a small piece, you hear I, something. Yeah, but I mean, you you, you, you got to figure though, shit. Scott. You you heard it here. People heard it downriver. It's fucking incredible. So. How are you going to say someone should know where it landed well, when a, um, yeah, there yeah. is there is an hour, for those that don't know, there is an hour drive on the freeway between me and Scott. Yeah. yeah. Scott heard it here. People heard it out and by it, And me. it wasn't like I just heard a faint little, like, poo. I heard, I mean, it made, yeah. I, mean I had my, my little earbuds on, right, uh, you know, listening to something while I was shoveling. And, I mean, I just, I, I, they're noise canceling. So, I mean, I literally... Right. I'm just shoveling my driveway, right? Um, and I heard that. Cl- that's what was amazing to me was I heard it clear over yeah. my noise-canceling little I earbuds. Get why. I exactly. didn't notice anything in the house. So I didn't either, loud. but I was in the house. I was cooking. I was, hmm. you know. You were watching TV. You were zoning out to some TV show. You didn't, I was you know. watching the new Netflix show called uh, The Toys That Made Us. Yeah. And I was watching all um, about He-Man and She-Ra. The He-Man, one, that He-Man one was cool. And Barbie. And it was awesome. Okay. Hmm. Anyways, let's talk about bull lights. Now, let's keep talking now about bull lights. I, feel special. I, I don't think I have anything more to say about the comet or the yeah. meteor, whatever. Stars like a thousand. It was, a, it, it was like, a crazy event, though. It was crazy. It's I, I, I mean, yeah, okay, ninety-eight years, like you said when we were talking to Bill. Uh, that's great, but this is something in our lifetime, and I, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever experience well, anything like this. And again. I've seen one of these back in nineteen ninety-eight. I saw a fireball go across the sky, and they said that anybody that happened to look up and see it at that time was extremely lucky. And and that was awesome. I saw chunks. It was bright green. I saw chunks exploding off of it, burning up. And but that one, we it never crashed or, I guess, came close enough into the atmosphere because there was no sound, no little impact, nothing. It I was just, just got the text. My niece made it to Florida. Oh, good. Sorry, I'm excited. Oh, great. Cool. Hush. No, I meant that. I didn't mean it. No, I didn't mean it sarcastically. She's eight years old, and she did her first trip no, to I Florida heard it. by I, herself. I was listening to you guys talk Not about it. Not just her first trip to Florida. Her first flight, period, was by herself. Aw. She's, she's my brave little soldier. I love that kid. Did you have a couple of things you, from our, you, you, a couple of articles that oh, you... Oh, crap. You, yeah, let me run upstairs and grab that. Hold on. Get oh, your eight ball Talk amongst yourselves. There. Way to friggin' prepare, Amber. Sorry. Are you drinking whiskey? It, she was, I think. She's got something sitting yeah, there Yeah, I think her. it's whiskey in the glass. I I, I actually, um, well, we all hung out. Well, we did that New Year's show. Yep. We did a New Year's show. And that was the last thing we've done since then. So we've been off for 20 days or 19 days. Uh, that's the last time I actually drank, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, I was I actually surprised when I got the message from Amber and not a Facebook message from you. About doing ghostly well, we talks chatted, We chatted about it this morning. I said, you know, let's do I Well, I really wanted to cover this thing. I, I thought it was. Yeah. Know, well, I mean, it's is, it's kind of a big deal that happened in Michigan. Yeah. And, and I did want to talk about it. I mean, I really was. I, I, I was excited about this. I mean, I'm also a bit scared. Like, holy shit. So but, you know. since it's the first show back. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone remember what their resolutions were? Yeah. That night. It was a rough night. No. Yeah, this is gonna get get fit again. Get fit again. Lose some weights, and you have done that. Yes, I thought mine. I have what stuck the hell with was it. Mine? I, forgot. I don't remember. I think mine was just some drunken rambling about loving people more or some shit. I, I said I was gonna do random acts of kindness Aww. once a week, and so far I've done like six, <laughs> and we're not even six weeks into January nice. or the year. But so that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. 
I'm just, you know, every now and then it's like, and I'm not doing it because I feel like I have to. I'm doing it because I want to. Are you like, what's an example of something you've done? Like slip people brownies? <sighs> yeah, I, brownies. I slipped. Um, I took pop Here, brownies eat, to the <laughs> no, police, delicious chocolate to the brownies. police department across the street from my work. Okay. That was that was a good day. No, right. I really didn't do that for <laughs> anyone listening. Um, the other day I was at the grocery store and there was this gentleman, you know how they have the motorized cart? Yeah. And he was behind me in line and he was in the motorized cart and he was trying to get up to, so he could put all his stuff on the conveyor and he was having just, I mean, he was an older, older gentleman and he was having the absolute worst time trying to get out of that seat. And I was just like, just sit there. I got it. And I just started throwing all his groceries up on the cart and he's like looking at me like I was foreign like why would anybody do that and I'm like you're fine it's okay just stay there and then I walked or I waited for him and went out to his car with him and helped him load his stuff up wow which isn't really a big deal it took five minutes out of my day but I mean it was something he was struggling with and I I that's just me. I can't sit and watch people struggle. I don't like when that. I'm I've just done, standing there. I don't like. Yeah. Like I didn't do it to say, "Ooh, this is my random act of kindness this week." It was just I saw someone that needed help, so I helped them. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. Every once in a while, some people don't like the help, so I think that's where every you know you get people that are indifferent about should I help them or should I not. Well, well I, yeah. and there are people like that too. Like um, certain people don't want you to feel like. Oh, you're old, you need help. Yeah. But, I mean, I genuinely watched this gentleman struggle yeah. to stand up. And I was like, that's it, I got it. Don't worry about it, just sit there, I got it. And, I mean, he was really nice and really sweet and appreciative. But no, it's, uh, That's the thing I'm scared of now, too, is just that. Cause I, got, I mean, yeah, I've done that a million times for people. I see somebody struggling like that, I'll jump on and help them out. But I've actually had that happen before to me. I've actually been snapped at by people like, no, I have this, leave me alone. Right, like, but. Well, fuck you then. I mean, I'll kick you over now. Here's here's the thing. Like, even if he would have gotten crabby about it, by the time he even fully noticed what I was doing, I was almost done with his cart. So, even if he was going to get pissed off about it, I've already done it. So there, yeah. ha- have Deal a nice day. Like, yeah, move on with your life. Someone did something nice for you. It's not I the end of the world. I don't know what the hell my resolution. I don't remember it. I don't remember what yours was either. I don't it had to have been some drunken rambling because we were all kind of toasty that night. I wasn't. I was. Amber was. Sarah was. Amber was for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, Amber. Amber completely normal. Either. Amber, uh, for anyone that hasn't seen it, there was um, much dancing occurring in Scott's kitchen that night. And there is a Facebook Live video on my Facebook page. If you are friends with me on oh, Facebook great. and Advertise you haven't that. seen it. To Disco Duck, wasn't it? Disco yes, you absolutely have to watch it. Joy. Amber dancing to Disco Duck. It's the most amazing thing you'll ever see in your life. I just wish there was other drunk idiots that wanted to be an idiot with me. Well, I was recording you. Normally, I'm an idiot with you, yeah. whether I'm drunk or not. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and that was New Year's it's Eve. It's hard being a solo idiot. Then New Year's Day, I got but sick. But you owned it. Yeah. Yeah. New, like, New Year's Day, I got sick as a dog, and I was sick for like a week and a half. Oh, yeah, I know. I saw that, and I was that like, sucked. son of a bitch, if that happens again, because la- not this past New Year's Eve, but the one before I came out here, 
to record a show and Scott was starting to feel sick and you had just gotten over it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like three days later, I was sick as a dog and I was like, I'm going to kill you guys for um, giving me the play. I was I was like for two of the, the first two days of that. I mean, I was it was that flu that's been coming. Yeah. Through. And it's and, nasty. Oh, dude, it had me laid up. I mean, nasty. I couldn't I could barely get out of bed. She's like, they're making fun of me. But I'm like, I can't. I feel He's so a, weak. It's man sick. Oh, you know, what? they always me. exaggerate. I don't get sick. No, but at all. in all honesty, the flu that is going around this year is okay. like it's nasty. It's taking I got people back to back colds left and right. That was a treat. Yeah, I mean, I was just I was working from bed for like a week and a half. I was a total mess. Yeah, but thankfully for you, yeah. you have that option. Yeah, to well, work from bed. Thankfully, I had a, a doctor's appointment, just a checkup, you know, scheduled for my doctor, so I was able to. Like, I didn't have to worry about going. I mean, I had a, I had an appointment ready to go, so I went. Yeah. There and, they gave me the Z pack, and that kind of straightened me out. Um, so that's kind of why well, another reason why we didn't haven't done a show since then either. Because I yeah, because I didn't been, want the play. I've been recovering. I've been, and I know Amber, Amber has been also. So we've both been a wreck. Uh, yeah, you got your story. What do you? I what got you, my story. What do you got? Here? So every week, or every other week, I don't know how often it comes out. We get this little edition of the Troy Times. Ooh. It's a very lame newspaper it's lame, it's a, with it's uninspiring our, articles it's our about local newspaper. Local sports and what road is getting worked on, and um, that's exciting stuff. Dumb city council stuff, but I like to look through it because there's a little bit of police blotter, which usually makes me chuckle because some of it's just stupid. Oh, yeah. And then this one on the front page had something completely off topic from the normal boring stories in here, and I will read, I will read this. Lay it on us, Amber. All right. Uh, the title of the story is Man Fire Shot at Church He Thought Was a Spaceship Filled with Aliens. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, do so, you, what do you fire a shot of? That'll grab well, your attention. Yep. So a 39-year-old Troy man who reportedly fired a shot at a window at Zion Church on Livernoy Road then called police and said he believed the church was a spaceship filled with reptile aliens. He faces charges of carrying a concealed weapon and malicious destruction of property. Troy Police Department Sergeant Megan Lehman said that the Zion Church officials called police to report a damaged window the morning of January 10th. Police had received a phone call at 4.58 a.m. that day from a man who said Zion Church was a spaceship for reptile aliens, and he, quote, took care of it. Let me go to page five. Okay. For the record, I think you should read articles every ghostly talk because I love the way you do it. All right. Um you ready for the second part? Secondly, he's the one I took the pot brownies to. Go. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the uh, the police said, we found him quick. She said he had a 9 millimeter handgun in his possession, which matched the bullet found at the church. Lehman said police determined that one shot had been fired into a window at Zion Church. It only took one shot to get those reptile aliens out of there. The church had modern architecture with a large domed roof. Which church? Oh, crap. Which church was this? Um... It's Zion on Livernoy, and I thought it was a different church. It's, it looks like a big, like one of those domes you play golf in. It's just a dome. I've seen that one. Anyway, they have a lot of those. It's, they say they go on to say, quote, there was no indication he was going to target another church or that this was religiously motivated, Lehman said. He believed the church was a spaceship. Crazy. He has mental health issues. You think? Brian Glantz was arraigned in the 52 for, however you say that, district court, January 12. Bond was set at 500,000. That's pretty high. Uh, anyway, he fired, he fired a weapon. Well, no, I know, and he's trying to hunt reptiles. Um, and his attorney could Rotilians. not be reached for comment at press time. Oh, I'm sure his attorney doesn't even want to acknowledge that he's his attorney. Yeah. 
So, um, but he took care of it, you know? Yeah, he took care of it. One shot, it was a magic bullet. Yep. Got those reptilians right out of there. We don't like the reptilians because they're the mean aliens. Sent them back home. Was it a silver bullet? Maybe they're like uh, werewolves. I mean, I want to meet this guy and shake his hand for getting rid of... Thank you for saving the the world for us. Reptilians with one magical bullet. What else are you looking at here? Well, I was going to the crime watch section to see if there's anything interesting. (laughs) Um, Drunken woman arrested with child in tow, pickup stolen. Woman bilked out of $500 in immigration scam. Patient busted for smoking crack in hospital bathroom. I guess that's the place you want to do it in case you OD. Um, and a <laughs> package tampered on a doorstep. I, sometimes they're hilarious. Um, yeah. So that's an uh, article straight from the exciting Troy Times. That That is... Um, Go Michigan. I'm so proud of this state. Yeah, we got some awesome people. Like, we have meteors. We have reptilians. Yep, in churches. We have churches disguised... Spaceships or spaceships disguised as churches. I am very proud of Michigan. We hear these stories all the time, though, like just these crazy acts, like like an act like that, where some random dude fires a gun at a church, and then you hear his explanation, and you scratch your head. You just scratch your head. Um, Anymore. And I want to know with stuff like that. I really want to know. How'd you get there, brother? Yeah, yeah that's how, the, how the fuck did you get there, man? <laughs> he read some internet articles anymore. Honestly, when I read stuff like that, I just yeah, whatever. Well, here's the thing. I mean, it's very easy to go on YouTube and just type in people flipping their shit or something oh, like yeah. that, and it's very easy to see what you'll you'll go down a rabbit hole of video after video of video. Oh, I was doing video. that this morning. I I actually typed in on YouTube. Cats pushing over babies. And I watched a lot of videos. Morbid creep. What kind of weird world do you live in? It was really cute. That you want to see cats no, pushing over babies. It's more like a, like, it was it's cute. adorable. It was actually cute. It's like, I don't know. You're just they're not, evil. They're it wasn't cr- mean. Like, babies aren't, well, some babies were crying, but. They're not killing the babies. No, it's, they're not. It doesn't matter. It was just it, kind of like pets fucking with kids. And it was funny. So that got me. Yeah. Anyway, this that, is why Amber I digress. Has no kids. <laughs> what I was saying, it's very easy to see, like, go down a rabbit hole of a million videos of people flipping their shit in public or somewhere. Right. It's very. Oh God! It very, happens every other day. Probably and, and every day. It's the same thing. I'm like, okay. And I know this term "triggered" is really, mm-hmm. really popular now with uh, with the woke people. Um, so I, I, I always, but I do wonder, like. So you're triggered. You're firing a gun at a church. You know, there's always a story. I, and that's what I'm really, I'm really interested in is with people is, and it's very rare you get to sit down with someone and really learn a story like that. Right, you, you just, right. It's just something you see. And, you know, and, that's, and it is kind of sucky. There's no justice in that. Because I think, you know, you, you see people flipping out and losing their shit. And, you know, a lot of times they may have a very good reason, at least in their mind. Right. Right. They may not, it may not make logical sense what, you know, what's going on, but in their mind, um, you know, look, this is bullshit and I've had enough of this and I'm being wrong and I'm going to voice my opinion. Right. Uh, or I'm going to shoot a gun at a church in that guy's mind. He was doing a very good deed. Right. He thought he was going to save the world. I don't know. I mean, but it sounds like he was, well, he won. Now see you, you, <laughs> it sounds like he won. you wonder why. 
people do shit like that and you want to talk to people and be like, okay, why'd you go batshit? Yeah. I'm the person that wants to go into prisons and interview serial killers and be like, okay, what was going on in your head? Well, th- that very, that very, that very th- that thread you're talking about right there, it's the same exact thing. And there's a whole science dedicated to that. Oh, I know there is, yeah. but I physically want to go in front of these creeps and be like, all right, seriously, what was going on in your head that day? Well, I mean, a good a good one to watch. I mean, it is uh, on uh, Ted Kaczynski. I think that's his name. Kaczynski. The, no, no, not Kaczynski. Uh, it's crap. You know what? Uh, Amber, look it up on your phone. I, I can't type right now. Just type in the Iceman. Oh, oh, okay. You know yeah, I know who you're talking about. Ted Kuklinski? I've, I've seen it. It's um, it's Richard Kuklinski. I, I probably got the name all wrong. But it's, well, they have. These, Didn't they do like well, they, the Iceman cometh? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. No, no, they did like a documentary. Well, that, that's not. About the, it. Well, that's not the, the, no, it's the, it's the Iceman doc, uh, the Iceman diaries or something like that. Iceman tapes. The Iceman tapes. What's the guy's name? Richard Kuklinski. Yeah, I was like totally off the, yeah. Well, I got the last See, name. you right. said Ted. Not so the Iceman cometh. Not the Iceman cometh. I swear to God. I don't know. It wasn't the Iceman Maybe cometh. I watched a porn with but, that title. I don't know. But yeah, that, that, those, um. Those tapes, they did an original run that was like an hour, mm. and then they did like you know the, they did oh, here's all the shit we didn't show you right the whole thing, um, and I find it I mean and I know probably people if you're walk if you were walking by and listening to me or what you know see me watching this guy or listening to this guy, uh, you're gonna think this guy's nuts, but it's fascinating. Oh yeah, it's absolutely I fascinating just, because I mean I have been pissed off to the point where I saw red before but like I've never been like okay I'm going to dismember Amber because she pissed me off like well you know his his whole trip though that this you know and now there's there's other there's gray areas in that his wife because I mean I did do a lot of reading on this guy after, mm. and you know his wife said he he could be a bit abusive because they kind of painted it like he was like this really wonderful family man. He had everybody fooled. He was this really nice guy. It's and he always, did. I mean, oh, we, it, well, we never it saw it coming. There's no doubt in my mind after studying this, this man, studying the Iceman, that he, he, he loved his family. There wasn't one thing about And he says that in these interviews. He's like, you know, that's, that's the one thing. You know, I don't give a shit about anybody on this planet. But my, my family, you know, I, that's the one thing about where I'm at now. And you know, what I, the, 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 the decisions I made with my life, what the hell was that? Nothing. The decisions I made with my life, he's like, I do regret that piece because I'm not with my family and I can't provide for my family, right? Um, however, going on that thread with this whole, the, those Iceman tapes, the one thing that, I, and, and it goes on your point, Bonnie, um, the interviewer, the psychologist guy who was talking to him, mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out what triggers this guy, yeah. right? Um, and some of those stories were just, you know, so yeah, he uh, he gave me a dirty look, and that was the last right. look he gave somebody. And it's like and he's in there chewing that gum. Yes, <laughs> uh, but that's creepy, what dude. I want to know. Like, yeah, what's just what snaps in your brain? That well, that guy, it's it's well, yeah. Everybody, I think everybody has their own like they have their threshold, right? Their breaking point, right? The, one of the excerpts from those discussions from with with Richard is it Richard Kuklinski? Um, he was was triggering him. He was he found ways to push his buttons and piss him off, right? Right. And they weren't like "fuck you" and "fuck your family" kind of stuff. It was very subtle, 
suggestions he was making to him that he after all I think after all this time he talked with him he learned what would what would you know what would make him mad basically right so he started hitting him with these little statements here and there and it's fascinating to watch because he's like did that make you angry he's like yeah it did right and he's like well what are you feeling right now and he's like well I feel warm my body warmed up which is your blood pressure going up mm-hmm. right he's like I do feel my heart rate go up a little bit he's like and he's like you know is that is that how you felt when you were being, you know, when you were out on the streets? He's like, yeah. Yeah, but see, even that is a different mindset than yeah. how I would describe it if I was angry. Like, I wouldn't say my body heated up. I, that would be the last thing I would say. So I felt that. I, I felt that. But if I felt it too, yeah. but I know it's my blood pressure going up. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say... Well, my body heated up. I would be like, well, my blood pressure. Well, yeah, rose. but he's just asking him what he in that in those discussions we're talking about. He's just asking him like what he's what he's experiencing. Right. We all know what that is. Your blood pressure going up. But he's asking like, you know, what do you feel? Well, I feel heat. Yeah. You know, and but, he's you know what do you and he's like and he's like yeah and he you know Rick, you know the Iceman's like you know he's like yeah you're really you know and there it's a it's a polite con- you saw it it's yeah, a very polite yeah, I've conversation seen it. and he and he all he's doing is just these polite, subtle little things that he knows is going to trigger him. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. But that's one guy. And that's to your point. Yeah. I found that I could watch those over and over oh, again. Yeah. I find it absolutely fascinating because yeah, this guy, I mean, some of that, I mean, they have all them tapes of him when he, you know, when they were, you know, surveillance and the FBI was monitoring him and some of the shit he was saying, just very calm, very friendly, right. but he's talking about like greasing people. Yeah. You know, killing people. And that's people. like my, my new favorite obsession is to go on Netflix and watch documentaries about serial killers. I, I don't know what that says about me that I'm so interested in serial killers, yeah. not because I want to be a serial killer. I just want it's to know what makes them tick. It's a fascinating subject, and I do understand that you know it's it's stigmatized because of obviously what the what the right. what the what the subject matter is. And yeah, these are and you know I mean that movie Natural Born Killers. I was just thinking about it. it's so funny we're talking about this because I was just thinking about this movie the other day, um, and the statement that that movie made you know was kind of this idea and really in the '90s when that it was mm-hmm. big time, um, they you know they really made a statement with that film. I, Goddamn, Francis Ford Coppola. Who the hell made that movie? Amber, who made uh, Natural Born Killers? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but but the statement of that movie was simple. It was it was like you know you're glorifying these these assholes, these people. Right. That, I mean, yeah, they have mental problems. They should be put away. Uh, but I you know I understand. It, yeah, I, I don't think you should feel bad about being interested in that subject. Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. Thank you. Um, there shouldn't you shouldn't be you should feel bad about being interested in that subject. I just watched the um, if we're gonna go on the movie tip here or the TV show tip, uh, the uh, the keepers on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and I know you're a religious person, uh, well, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not putting you on the spot, but that thing makes you hate the Catholic Church. <laughs> I mean, just I don't want to leak the subject matter, but that it's a seven part thing. You know, okay. it's, it's easy to binge. I have to check it out. It's super interesting. Uh, but that subject matter, I mean, that I walked away from that just infuriated. And there's, there's a lot of things that like, okay, we're going to be honest. Yes, I'm a religious person, but the fact that I'm sitting here doing this, if you talk to anyone that was 
super religious. I'm wrong for doing this right oh, now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. I'm not trying to make a point of that. No, 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 no. I have my beliefs and everything else, but I can still, I am objective about it. Like, I have my beliefs, and there's nothing you can say or do to change it or sway yeah, it. Yeah. Or, so Shouldn't be any I other can, way. I can watch things like that, and I can look at it, sorry, objectively, because it doesn't matter. I'm still going to believe what I believe tomorrow. Yeah, well, yeah, and I think, you know, Henry Rollins, years ago, one of his spoken word things I heard, Mm. he talked about this idea of what you believe in as opposed to what you watch and what you expose yourself to, and he's like, you know, he was talking about things like the KKK and, and stuff like that. He's like, you know, he's like, people want to not just completely avoid the KKK and not. And I'm not. Look, this is just what Henry Rollins is right, saying. Right. Um, they just totally want to avoid the KKK and not have anything to do with him. He's like, why don't you talk to these people? Why don't you why don't you learn who your enemy really is? Right. Know your fucking enemy. Right. Uh, understand what they're what they're all about and see what makes them tick. And try to understand what they're dealing with. That right? goes along the same lines of I want to know what makes a serial killer tick. Well, yeah, it's the same. It's it's no different. Like really. there to have the extreme racism that the KKK has. Yeah, like something had to switch in your brain. Well, that's just generation after generation There's, of just. <laughs> it, and not necessarily. I think a though. lot of that's inherited. Well, I think a lot of it's inherited. I think. Probably half of it is, but I think half of it is some people are just fucked up. But 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 someone who's, you know, a serial killer, which is a much more extreme ideology. Right. um, Again, goes back. It just keeps going back to this same idea we're talking about. What got you here? Exactly. What got you to do? Because none of them, you know, one of the things I've heard is, you know, no one's ever born a serial killer. You can't be. You can't be. Right. It's impossible. You're made one. From your upbringing, from your experiences, from the things you're exposed to growing up. Right. That's what forms your, um, you know, your psyche and how you behave as a citizen. Right. Uh, The vast majority of us, we just go on in life. And as I love to always say from Clyde Lewis from years ago. The majority of us just live mundane lives. Right. You know, we really do. It's it's very mundane. However. You say that it's based on your upbringing and everything else. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm going to use, and I'm not going to go into it, but you know, you and Amber both know some situations that I've been dealing with recently. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's someone that was raised in the exact same household I was, mm-hmm. the exact same way I was, mm-hmm. but went completely off the rails. That's interesting, isn't it? Because I have no answer to that either. But yeah, so yeah, but and then, when does it stop being part of? And I think this is why I think shit like this. But when does it start stop being okay? You act this way because of how you were raised. When there are well, there's a certain point in your life where you're making your own decisions. I get that, but it's like such an extreme to me. What serial killers? No. The situation I'm dealing with. Oh, that with. one. Okay, yeah. It's such an extreme to me that flies so far south of our upbringing mm-hmm. and how we were raised and yeah, yeah. the religion we were raised with. I mean, it yeah, flies yeah. in the face of everything. So what occurred 
in your life, and if I could get a logical answer out of that person, I would ask them. Yeah. What occurred well, what, in your life? What, what turned you off? What, I mean, what, what turned you off the road you were on to prosperity, to something that, good? You know? That flipped the switch and sent you this way. Because yeah. that can't be blamed on upbringing because you were brought up in the same house I was. No, and I agree with Some that. Some of it's biology. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, there, is that, there is that piece, too. I didn't mention that, and I should have. There is just simple, yeah, there's biology. Uh you know, the more the older I get, the more I think about you know I think about psychology and things like yeah. that. And you know, when you get when you get to your later years, you're like, okay, well, this is the person I am now. And I've asked myself a lot, like, okay, I have this tick, I have that tick, I do this, I do that. Mm. Well, why? And I you know, and I have sat down or you know, just it's not hard to think about things, right? You can do right. it while you're doing anything. And I've thought about all this stuff in passing. Like, well, you know what? And I've and I, it's been fascinating because there have I have had some what you'd call breakthroughs on my yeah. own, where and that's awesome. No, it's it's nothing. It's it's self psychology, I guess that's what you call it. Uh, where I've been like, oh yeah, you know what? That one situation is what's given me that out that, that outlook on this subject, and this is why I approach this or do this certain thing the same way every time. Right, right, right. Um, and it isn't a bad thing. It's just, it's, it, they can be negative things. It can no, be positive it's just, things. It's, it's figuring out who you are and yeah, why yeah, you are that way. Yeah. You know, and how you interact with the world around you too. Right. Um, I think people in general have, I call them primordial impulses. Mm-hmm. I think every person is wired that way because we are a flawed species. Mm-hmm. I really think we are. And we have horrible primordial instincts that, that would, that drive us to do really Horrible things, right? Uh, so, is it some people just have a better block? That, to well, those I think impulses? I think it, like yeah, I think it's a matter of suppression, right? I think I I've said this on this show for years now. I as a person, I have I've had things that go through my mind that I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, what, and what, I mean, what, get, I get out, get I out. Didn't, right? I didn't mean to take this down like no, a deep cool. rabbit cool. hole of seriousness, but it's all right. I mean, I honestly wonder it, especially when you see such vast differences of people that were raised in the same home. Well, that's that. And, you know, you raise a good point. Like, you'd think they'd just be all little carbon copies the same. Right. Well, I but mean, everyone's going to have their own personality and go their own way. You like, should. Yeah. Um, that None of my parents, neither of, none of my parents, like I have 14, none of them, <laughs> neither of my parents drink, neither of my parents smoke. Um, but their kids, on the other hand, I just, it's a completely different area. But, I mean, so there's always going to be little yeah. things like that. I'm just wondering what takes it to the extreme, I guess. That's, that's what I want to know. You know, one thing for me, and I this... There is there is an idea of honor. Yeah. This will make sense in a second. Because I've thought about this a lot, too. Um, take a simple subject like adultery. Okay. Right? Um, I have, I've known guys. I know guys. I've known people in the past. Uh, friends of friends, whatever you want to call them, who were adulterers. Yep. Married men that I've, you know... <laughs> And it goes both maybe, ways. Maybe, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes. You know, yeah. I know a I mean, lot I've of married women, too, women right? that are whores. But I've been out with people from you know professionally, personally, whatever mm-hmm. you know, 
and it's like, hey, so we're going <laughs> to, and I'm like, um, no, man. Yeah. It's not my thing. What are you talking about, dude? I'm like, wait, aren't you fucking married? You know, what, right. what's the deal? Um, so, okay. So, simple thing. I mean, you know, look, you're an adult. You're allowed to do what you want. Adultery is not illegal. It's a, it's a dick move. We know that. Uh, Depending on what state you're in. Some states oh, it, still is, have really weird laws on the books. They don't apply them. Like, yeah, yeah. I think one of the stupid rules in Michigan is that it's illegal to perform oral sex or something stupid like that. States still have really yeah. stupid laws on the books. Well, but but that idea right there, like, okay, well, fine. You know, people do it all the time. We hear about it. There's TV shows on it. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, the, the one thing that goes through my mind, at least is, you know, is being the son of two parents, right? Mm-hmm. I only have two. You, yeah. You, I, I have, have 14. Yeah, 14. Don't um, judge. It's a matter of honor. Um, and there are things that I'm like, well, I, you know, fuck it, I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want, right? Right. But I'm like, but the shame. Okay. The shame. So what it boils down to is. Well, it's just one part and, of it. You and I and Amber have a stronger moral compass. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make us better than people. No. But there, there is that thing where there, you know, it, well, it's a moral compass. There's a lot of things I think that go into that. Like I said, there is a matter of honor for your family, for your friends, right? Um, that's one of the things I love about the, you know, how viral things can be in the media now. Uh, when, when some sports celebrity or some musician or actor, well, we, we know with the, with all the shit going on in Hollywood right now, we oh, hear we're, we hear something different every day, every day, every day. And the first thing that comes out, though, and this this think about this for a second. The first thing that comes out always is, I've disgraced my family, mm-hmm. I've disgraced my friends, I've disgraced my wife, I've disgraced my children. Right? It's the first thing that pops out, and that's the idea that of honor. But you know. That thought never occurred to them while they were being skeevy hoes. No, they weren't because, I mean, let's just be frank. The majority of these these people that are getting in trouble are men. And speaking as a man, as of the male race, you do a lot of dumb shit in the heat in the heat of you know in the mix of it. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Right? There's a lot of dumb stuff that happens as soon as as soon as that's done. They're scrambling. Oh my God! What have I done? You know that—that's when they start thinking about the repercussions of their actions, right? I'm not saying any of it's right. As a matter of fact, it's very wrong. It's you know it's but that's the moral compass you're talking about. That's the idea that I I think a lot of of honor for my family. Mm. I don't want I, look. I don't want to disgrace my family. I don't want to do that. Some people don't care, and I and that's fine. That's your choice to make, and that's perfectly cool. But that's just going on this thread of this idea, like why do people do crazy shit? Right. Why do why do people from families, why do some of the kids come out great? Some of the kids come out all messed up. Why do some of the kids in a family come out totally great? Why do some of the kids come out as fucking serial killers? Right. Why does this happen? And that goes right back to the to the root of this where, yeah, I think we share that passion for you killed how many people? Right. What why? got you there? What why? got you there, man? What got you there? I, I just... I. I... Like, I was having a conversation with someone, and I said that I would honestly like to be allowed to go into prisons and interview serial killers. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like... It's a fascinating subject. I don't think there's anything wrong with me, but I want to know what the fuck is wrong with them. Yeah, yeah. Like, what makes you tick? Why are you like that? It'd be nice to figure out maybe if there is a trigger or a chromosome or some type of gene, scientifically speaking, right? Yeah. That steers people 
in this direction. So hey, I think we've bored. Shut Amber it off with this subject. And she's done. She's done. Let's just call it a night. Amber doesn't even acknowledge we're here anymore. Have you? I, I thought. What show are you on? What planet are you on? Where are you? I was playing Final Fantasy. <laughs> Are you fucking for real? Yes, I was. I'm, I'm going to shit can you off the show you right now. You know I'm not a true crime person, so. This oh, is a true crime. You guys can have. How are you even well, part of my life? I like See, historical, I love like really old, like, and if it's local history type true crime, I, but like the serial we're not talking about true. We're not even talking about true crime. This yeah. isn't true crime. We're talking about the idea of what makes these people tick. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know. Exactly. Maybe we should find somebody to talk to about this on the show sometime. Seeing that, that would be seeing, awesome. Seeing that we're totally interested in this, I mean, and Amber just doesn't give a shit. I think that I, would be awesome. I honestly. had a couple quests that need to be completed before I ran out of time. You know? Okay, you know what? I respect that. Thank, yeah, thanks. You, you had to finish your yeah. quest. I'm out of stone. I'm My okay production with that. on stone's like getting low in the game, and it's frustrating. Uh, me. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I think this is a good place to end. Yeah, yeah it's a great idea because I'm going to kick somebody hard. <laughs> Ready for the kick, Amber? Yeah. It's on its way. I got your back, Amber. Thanks, Bonnie. That'll be my random act of kindness this week. I'm going to shoot a spell at you. Level four mage. Oh. Oh, wow. What the hell's a level four mage? I don't know. I was training one. This was Ghostly Talk. (laughs) I'm Bonnie. I'm Scott. I'm Amber. Good night. Good God (laughs) in heaven. Goodbye. Ghostly Talk. (laughs) Thank you, Amber. Shout out to him.